Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Let's talk about the adrenal fatigue diet. Another name for that would be the adrenal body type diet. Uh, I talk extensively about that in my book, The Healthy Keto Plan, which has been through several editions and updates. And today I'm going to explain the latest version so you have all the details. Now, why would someone do the adrenal fatigue diet in the first place? Well, first of all, they might have adrenal fatigue or they did the keto plan, they did the intermittent fasting, but the results are just not what they intended. I created different plans based on body type. So there's an adrenal body type, there's a liver body type, there's an ovary body type, and there's a thyroid body type. So all four body types would come after someone did the basic plan, but only if they're not getting results. So what is the adrenal fatigue diet? It's additional steps to improve your results, okay? When would you do it? After two weeks, okay? You did it for two weeks, results aren't perfect, boom. You actually apply what I'm gonna show you. So I'm gonna explain how to do it next. But this diet plan helps reset and will help increase the recovery. The unique thing about the adrenal gland is that it's a stress gland. And if you take a look at all the different body types, this is the most common, simply because an average person goes through a tremendous amount of stress and that adrenal takes a beating and the cortisol is stimulated over and over and over. A person becomes in flight or fight mode, they stress out, and now the adrenal hormones are pumping out more hormones than they need to over a long period of time. And that basically makes the person not just tired, but it decreases their ability to recover and heal and especially lose weight. So they're not gonna be able to lose weight that well, especially in the midsection. So I'm gonna show you how to tailor make it after the two weeks. So the first thing to do is do healthy keto and intermittent fasting. If you're new to my channel, I put a link down below of how to do that. This is very, very important that you get the basics in. Healthy keto and intermittent fasting for two weeks. You may not need to do this if this works. And I will say this is very, very successful. So you might find that you don't need to do anything else. Just do this plan right here. It's gonna be low carb, 20 to 50 grams of carbs per day or less. Moderate protein between three to six ounces of protein per meal, high quality protein like eggs, fish, grass-fed, grass-fed, beef, things like that, or lamb. Okay, high fat. Okay, we're talking about 100 grams to 130 grams. Now, I don't want you to calculate this with a scale or anything like that. Um, the fat really makes up 70% of the calories. So I'm gonna recommend that you watch my video on this to get more data and examples of what this looks like because I don't wanna make it complex, okay? So at this point, don't worry about this. Uh, you can get further details in the next video. Okay, vegetables. We don't count vegetable carbohydrates, but you wanna have at least seven cups to 10 cups. My wife and I went to lunch at two different restaurants and um, I was shocked to find out that the salads that they brought us were huge. I'm talking they were at least eight cups. I think my wife's salad was 10 cups of salad. I was like 
amazed. So apparently there are places that you can go where you can get more salad versus this little tiny side uh, one cup or a cup and a half of salad, which doesn't really do anything. But we want the vitamins, vitamin C, folate, minerals in the vegetables. Okay, so this is the basic plan right through here. And then we want to combine this with something called intermittent fasting, okay? So typically someone is consuming a breakfast, okay? Breakfast comes from the word break fast. You're breaking the fast with the first meal. So you're fasting all that long, and then you're going to break the fast. Um, first thing we do, if you have three meals, you simply do this, okay? As you lower the carb and you increase the fat, the need for a snack will go away. So you're able to go from one meal to the next without eating anything or snacking because you never want to snack or eat if you're not hungry, okay? So three meals, okay? And then nothing between, so you're fasting. You do that for a little bit, all of a sudden you're not hungry in the morning, so don't eat this breakfast in the morning if you're not hungry, okay? So just let yourself go. You can drink coffee, whatever, and then um, you go as long as you can. So it might take a little bit before you can go to noon and have your first meal, okay? I like my first meal is really like eggs and bacon and things like that. It's like my breakfast. Because I don't need a breakfast, I just push it all the way to here. Now, what happens over time as you do this, you're going to start becoming adapted to ketones, and then you want to take your lunch and your dinner and squish them together a little bit. So there's like four-hour window, and that will give you a 20-hour fast, which is a good amount of fasting to produce some amazing results. Now, a lot of people go to one meal a day. Some people stick with four, four hours uh, in their eating window. Some people actually need to do at lunch and six, but the point is we want to start doing intermittent fasting and combine that with healthy ketosis. It's going to help the adrenals. But let's say, for example, you do this for two weeks and your results are not fantastic, okay? This is what you're going to do. You're going to adjust the protein. You're going to increase the protein to maybe seven ounces, maybe eight ounces, maybe even nine ounces per meal. Why? Because with the adrenal hormones, you're going to get an excessive amount of breakdown. It's called a catabolic effect. Adrenal hormones break down muscle protein, and it can even break down your own protein. So if you're in the state of high adrenal hormone cortisol, and you're breaking down muscle protein, we want to replace that with protein. So we want to increase a little bit more protein per meal. That will help you. The second thing, you want to adjust the fat. Believe it or not, a lot of people are not consuming enough fat. Okay, So just with the adrenals, we want to make sure that we keep the fat on the high side. Avocado, the fat in yolks, coconut oil, things like that. We do not want to do a low-fat diet because your adrenal hormones are made from fat. Okay, so we need more fat to support the adrenals. Butter is another source of fat. Okay, number three, the key nutrients for the adrenal fatigue diet or the adrenal body type would be vitamin B1. This is very, very, very important simply because the more stress you go through, the more you burn up vitamin B1. In fact, you'll be quite shocked when you take this, and I like to get it from nutritional yeast because it's a really good source, and I, I have these tablets and I chew them. When you take this within about three to four minutes, you're going to feel a sense of relief. The nervous tension will go away. Excessive thinking, thinking, it goes away. So nutritional yeast will really help the adrenals in a big way. Vitamin C. A lot of the vitamin C in your body is stored in the adrenal, and you need that to make adrenal hormones. 
So when someone has adrenal fatigue, they're usually def really deficient in vitamin C, okay? So you take more vitamin C. Make sure if you take vitamin C, it's based on whole foods or food concentrates. Um, sauerkraut is loaded with vitamin C. Bell peppers, loaded with vitamin C. Vegetables have a lot of vitamin C, but realize that most of the vitamin C supplements are made with synthetics. I just recommend avoid that because sometimes they make it from sulfuric acid and cornstarch together chemically to make this ascorbic acid. Well, that's a very big difference from the vitamin C you would get from food. Okay, potassium, really, really important with the adrenals simply because the more adrenal fatigue you have, um, the least amount of potassium you're gonna have. Potassium supports your adrenals. And by the way, if you have adrenal fatigue and you're trying to lose weight, um, your body will have a tendency to be more alkaline than acidic, which is very interesting. And this is why apple cider vinegar is really good to take if you have this specific issue. So you can do electrolytes, you can do a food-based vitamin C, but these are the three most important nutrients to help with uh, the situation. The type of exercise you wanna do are long walks. I'm talking like an hour outside, getting in nature without anything like um, talking in your cell phone, just getting space, vital, vital to get enough oxygen to actually um, reduce the stress on your adrenals. And the last thing is a stress technique, which uh, I developed, it's in my book. You can also find it uh, on one of my videos, which is called the stress webinar. 